Welcome to Commercial Real Estate Investing. I'm Tim Diesel, and today we're going to answer the question, do I need good credit to invest? And as always, you can check us out online, uh, read the articles at dieselcommercial.com. If you want any more information, that's definitely there for you. Um, we have other YouTube channels um, that are out there for you and other resources definitely to get your questions answered. But this came in from somebody who actually I think hit me up on LinkedIn or Twitter. I don't remember, but I did write it down and I made a note of it. So do I need good credit to invest? I'm often asked this when I'm speaking to investors. So I decided I'll cover that today. And so you know by now, if I'm getting a question from a few people, odds are there's other people that are wondering the same thing. I'm going to break it down for you as best as I can without taking 45 minutes uh, of your time because I know everybody's busy and they just want the short answer. So the short answer is no, you don't, but it does help. And I'll explain how. Um, I'll tell you, it's much easier with good credit, but don't feel that if you... If you don't have good credit, you're out of the game. Keep in mind that this depends on the property type and what you're buying and what's in what's involved in, in your process. I'm just giving you a, a general outline. Some strategies I would use on certain projects while I wouldn't necessarily use all across the board. So this depends on your deal and what you're trying to get done. So let's preface it with that. So to start off, if you have good credit, then you're in good shape and the bank will take a note of it. However, please keep in mind that the property still has to debt cover. If you don't know what I mean um, by debt cover, I did a previous podcast titled Seven Terms You Must Know. So definitely check that out and it explains it a little more in detail. Basically, the property has to support the debt by the or basically or, or the bank won't even approve it. Uh, or the uh, financial institution won't approve it. It's got to cover the, the debt that's uh, on the property. Another thing to keep in mind is the bank may not want any more, let's say it's multifamily loans, um, or it doesn't want to lend on retail at the moment, and you have a retail deal and you've got great, great credit. Well, that doesn't really matter. So... Um, the bank has a play here also, not just your credit. The bottom line is your credit is important, but it's not as important as the asset that's being looked at. So if they deny your loan, it most likely, it would be for some other reason. Who, who, who knows what that would be at the time, but uh, credit can definitely uh, be a factor that sways them, but it's not going to be the leading factor. Um, if you were buying a home to live in, then yeah, credit is very, very important. And they look at you before they look at the asset. In this case, it's backwards. So now suppose you have bad credit. What do you do? You're, well, you're not going to walk into B of A and start filling out you know, their lending applications and options. I mean, that's for sure, right? Because you'd be wasting your time. Now, this goes without saying, but start working on improving your credit if your credit is not that great because it'll only help you down the road. 
And there's now there's a couple options here. Uh, I'm going to give you three to help you get started. The easiest way, in my opinion, to overcome credit obstacles is to partner up with someone who has good credit. Let them apply for the loan using their credit so your poor credit file is uh, it's not taken into consideration at all because nobody ever sees it. Now, you'll have to own less um, percentage of the company or less shares. I think it's 20% for most banks, but you probably double have to double check that. So th- there, is, um, there is something that has to be done there, uh, how you structure your entities. You probably want to talk to an attorney uh, or the banker and have them help you. Uh, the other is going to be hard money or a bridge loan. Uh, if you have a deal on your own, and let's suppose no one will claim you as a partner, and you talk to a mortgage broker about a bridge loan or a hard money loan, most of the time credit requirements are non-existent, or if they are, they're pretty low. Uh, they're really, really low credit scores that are required. And sometimes it's just for verification, just to, uh, identity verification. And the third way is structuring owner financing. Uh, this is a little cheaper than uh, bridge debt or hard money if you structure owner financing with the owner. The challenge is not everybody will take it, so you have to have uh, a strategic play here. And uh, I haven't seen too many owner financing terms outside of five years. I've seen a few seven years, but nothing way outside of that. Um, and they usually don't even ask about your credit score. Most of the time, it's uh, it's it's not that serious. They, they'll likely care about the down payment and your deposit, and your credit score will probably not be that high on their list. All right, so I hope that was helpful and kind of gave you a little bit of of hope and um if you guys have any more questions you can reach me at tim j diesel just about everywhere please check out my youtube channel i'm in the middle of um a multi-family apartment building buying walkthrough series that i've created and if you have any interest in that check that out timdiesel.com if you want your free cre blueprint and that'll help you get started in investing Anyways, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it, and you enjoy the rest of your week.